Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse. Thanks for listening on Real Talk 93.3 FM. We play Saturdays at 11. It's about to change, though, because football season starts in a couple weeks. We'll get bumped around a little bit, so stick with us. We do have a podcast that airs on the website of Real Talk 93. And we also, listen. you could listen on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, any place where you can get a podcast at this point, which is pretty freaking cool. Very proud of that. So you can listen. It's about an hour-long show. We're going to have the uh, assistant property appraiser for Leon County on today. It's going to talk about trim notices are coming out. We're going to talk about what a trim notice is, why you should keep a copy of it. It's not a tax bill. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how the taxes are assessed, the exemptions, just some frequently asked questions. So you can actually hear from him. His name's Doug Will, so he'll be on in just a minute. But uh, the music today, I have YouTube police, so we do post the podcast on on YouTube. It's all sung by Aretha Franklin as a little bit of a memorial. I am in my 50s, and I like old music. So Aretha, it'll be some covers, and, and rather than stopping and starting and saying it's Aretha, I have to give credit, or they'll, they'll remove my podcast from YouTube. I get this little notice every time. It asks me 16 questions. It's no lie. So I don't know how to get around it other than give the credit, which is Aretha Franklin. So Scott is off. 
He's not in the playhouse today because he is sitting at a home warranty uh, inspection. So we have a new construction house and this company called Pro Home Warranty is requiring that someone sit with them for an hour and a half to teach them how to open a window, apparently. So he's he was grateful. I was very grateful that he would do that for me. So we're going to talk to Doug. Say hey, Doug. Hey, how Doug, are you? Doug's Daddy? in the playhouse. <laughs> Uh, Just so funny. So, yeah, Doug is the assistant property appraiser for Leon County. And it is a, it's not, you're, is it an appointed position? Is it a hiring position? It's, it's, just, it's a hiring position. It is a hiring position. And how long have you been with Leon County uh, property over, appraiser's office? Over 27 years. Oh, okay. 27. So is, yeah, Akin Akinyemi is the current property appraiser. He's the third one that I have worked for. Yeah, over the years, mm-hmm. and is it? It's they are an elected role, so that's kind of always the same, right? How it's right, run. I know the website's been a little updated since Akeen has been taken over the role. Yes, it is an elected position, but it is. I mean, I love the website. I love how much information you can get off of the website with a click. The surrounding counties that we work and sell homes, because Scott and I are both realtors for Allison James Estates and Homes, Quincy. Um, which is Gadsden County, Madison, Jefferson. They're all different. Some use Q Public, which is a basically a right. brand name. Uh, some don't. Jefferson doesn't. But you can get just about everything off of the Leon County site. You can get permits. Um, Gadsden no longer, if I call as a realtor and ask for permits, they want me to file a freedom of information. Oh, goodness. Yeah, we So might. the homeowner has to do it. Right. We link you to other sites that are county sites and city sites, so it's very helpful. It's GIS, the county sites, the city sites, flood maps, correct, taxes, permitting, the sketches, Google Maps. Bing, right. Is Bing still on? I only use the Google Map, but sometimes you use Bing depending on the location. Yeah, and we have something called pictometry. It gives you an oblique view instead, That's of, what a, I like. instead of a straight down aerial. You get sort of a side shot of from the air. Has the house numbers on the plat. The plat's very well outlined. Sometimes it'll give an image. It looks like the sketch of the house overlays the line. It doesn't. It's just the way the satellite and the, That's right. the image is distorted. So we're going to talk about that kind of stuff today. And again, Scott's not in the house. Apologize for that. So it won't be as funny. Sorry. <laughs> it isn't. He is funny. I get calls all the time about how. I mean, he's a good wingman, right? Um, John, just not John, the producer. So Doug's going to be in the house, but we're going to, we're going to talk serious in my hat today because I always like to tell the difference to people as, as an appraiser. So everything I speak about is through my appraiser experience and I'm a certified residential appraiser. I'm not a commercial appraiser. We're going to go from there. So my license number as an appraiser is RD6627. So Doug was kind enough to come in and he said he can come in when I like, which is really nice. The the look on his face when that came out was funny. So basically, how do you, what's the difference between ad valorem and a market appraisal? Well, you know, ad valorem simply means in layman's terms, according to value. In other words, you're getting taxed according to the value. Uh, so therefore the lower valued homes are gonna be uh, a lower taxes. The higher valued homes have pay higher taxes, even though it's the same millage rate applied to each, it's applied to uh, different values and you cover the county so the city if you're not in tallahassee or listening from tallahassee the city and the county are separate 
They are. The two so, different taxing districts is uh, the city and the county. Either you're inside the city limits or you're not. And the, and the millage rates are different, uh, which equals the uh, city millage. And what is the city millage? Oh, I'm sorry. About 4.1. Something there. 4. And, and the county is a little different, a little lower, a little county, higher. Yeah, let me preface this by saying if you add the total millage uh, upon which your taxes are being paid, you have to add the school board, the city, the county, the water management district, the uh, EMS. So inside the city limits, you're looking at about 19 mils outside 15. Oh, okay, roughly. so it's just a little bit of difference. Okay, Correct. But it is a different when you're looking at the county and the city because That's the right. city, when you live in the city limits of Tallahassee, you do have more benefits. Yeah, you, there, there are a lot more benefits to living in the city. You pay for it because everyone has to pay. Yes, there's sewer, there's electric. I don't live in the city. I have, I don't get sewer. I don't get electric from them. I have to get it from Talquin. You don't I get don't, trash? I, no, I don't even get cable. I yeah, you don't. Use, I have to use satellite. We do get waste management in the county. Uh, different areas do. Mm, I don't. Um, I get waste pro. So uh, okay, it's just I'm sorry. Different. I know. <laughs> I'm going back too many years. That's what, yeah. Oh, yeah. are you under waste pro yeah. still? Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, I wish we, I mean, the city, you really do get benefits. You get gas. Where in, out in the county, you'd have more propane. Exactly. Some of the newer neighborhoods, the city made an agreement to have gas, but it's That's very right. few, very few neighborhoods. Right. So you have your house, you have your neighborhood or subdivision. So I'm going to go for the basics. That subdivision, they're all taxed differently. So one subdivision may be taxed differently than another subdivision. As far as like uh, Piney Z has CDD. So there's going to be a, a tax within the tax structure, correct? How, do, how would you describe it? Yeah, the listen, you have your appraiser's hat on today, so you, you know that if you go from Piney Z to Southwood, there are different market areas, and they have different influences, and the houses sell for different amounts. Right, so even so, though you're in the city limits, it's not going to be equal, is my point. Exactly, based on value. Based it's on ad, value. Ad based on added value. And and is that avalorum, because I don't know, so be honest, is that av is still done in bulk amounts? You're not doing each individual home. Oh no, that's physically impossible. So you you are correct. There there's 108,000 parcels in the county and we have to appraise every one of them every year. It's physically impossible to do them one by one. So that's the difference between the assessment industry and the private industry. Which is what we, I do. Right. We have to appraise um let's say 80,000 houses based on 4,000 houses that sold. So we're building models and imputing a value uh or for those houses that did not sell. Mm -hmm. Okay. So going back to the, the structures. So you have a couple neighborhoods in within the city limits that have a CDD. The CDD is a separate tax. That's well, it's not even, it's not, it's not tax. I don't think it's tax deductible. I'm not sure I have to ask, but that CDD is built within their tax bill. And it it's, is. It's, it is. Community, it's the neighborhood base. It, of is. The, it helps support the sidewalks and the parties and the pool and all that stuff. So that's, that's right. in there. And I think that renews like every 10 years, but that's not my point. The point is that that neighborhood's going to be very different than Hampton Creek, which is up Appalachian Parkway or Route 27. And that doesn't have a CDD. So there's going to be a difference in taxes, which makes a difference in affordability when you go for a loan. Well, that's correct. The community development district taxes, those are added to the different neighborhoods, like you mentioned, Piney Z, Southwood. So in addition to the city millage, Southwood's in the city, 
in addition to the city millage, and uh, they pay that additional CDD. And it's the the privilege of living there is That's what exactly, I like to call exactly it. Exactly right. So on the other side of the break, we're going to talk a little bit more about this, but we're going to talk about exemptions. We're going to talk about trim notice. We're going to talk about how you can reach them, how they can help answer your questions, because every time I've called, it has been a very wonderful experience for calling a government agency. I'm not going to lie. It's really, really nice. But we're going to talk a little bit more about Avalorum and how it's developed and how if you have a question uh, based on uh, your value, you can call them. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 93.3 FM. So this is my little tribute to the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin. Chain of Fools, and I got that from, I was watching Michael the other night, the movie with John Travolta, when he dances with the girls. He's the angel. So good. So that's Aretha singing Chain of Fools. We have Doug Will from Leon County Property Appraiser who's kind enough to come in. He is the assistant property appraiser. He's kind of the head of the admin, right? Like you're the head of the, the office and manage the people. No. Okay, that's good. Administrative. That's good, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a big role. It's like several paragraphs. So I'm trying to summarize what you do. Thank you. And the trim notices are coming out. So you have your taxes and then they give you a notice. But you generally, how many people, how many people pay in their mortgage? Do you even know that? Like it's a lot. Oh, I Pay within their mortgage. It's more than it used to be because the type of mortgage is available versus paying separately. So they send a notice out. It'll say this is not a bill. That's right. And when's it come out? Now? Yeah, we sent them out Monday, so if you don't have it in your hand now, it should be any day. Okay. And this is for the 2018 tax year. So before the tax year, the calendar year of 2018 is even over, uh, we're sending out the notices early. That's standard protocol. And you get to look at the trim notice. Um, review that carefully. It has your market value. Then it has any kind of capped value or save our homes value. Then it has your exemptions. Um, when you stir that all up, you end up with a taxable value upon which they apply the millage rate to create the taxes. So it's truth and millage. So it gives you your own little personal card of how your how your taxes are developed. That's right. And, and how they add up. That's right. And there's three columns at the top that are fairly important. One is the taxes last year. Column two would be the taxes this year if the budget uh, uh, change is made. Column three is your taxes if no budget change is made. And you'll see the totals at the bottom and how that washes out. Okay. And so all the millages are there. All the exemptions are laid out. Correct. So if you don't really have any exemptions, don't expect them. Right. That'll be that'll be shown on there too. Okay. And they should get it in the next couple of days. And I am asking you, as Patty Wilson, Realtor, to keep it. Because if you need it, if you are one who redacts your information and you want to go get a refinance or home equity line of credit, or you just want to have an appraisal done for the heck of it, the appraiser needs a copy of it 
or you have to go down to the county of property appraiser's office like you do in McCullough, which is easier, and show you proof of who you are to have that released. Is that correct? That's correct. And we understand people want to get it redacted, but as soon as I see that as an appraiser, I'm like, I have to call the guy and tell him, I know your husband or you, one of you are law enforcement or a judge or you just want to redact it. And now this is the steps that have to take place. That's right. We um, guard those redacted parcels uh, pretty carefully and you have to be the owner and identify yourself in order to get that information. So some are redacted more than others. Like I can go back to the Kirk courts and kind of figure it out. Yeah, we can only uh, speak you can to only our, do what our your records. Office is. Yeah, okay. there may be information in the public records where so, they recorded a deed that we have no control okay. over. I always tell law enforcement when I work with them that this is what can really be seen, and please go talk to somebody. That's correct. Because I want them to be safe. So, But, but there is still business at hand, and we need a copy of that. That's the easiest thing as an appraiser for us to see on the trim notice. Or if you're not working with me as your realtor, which you should be, then you need to hand that off to your realtor appraiser so that you can get your loan. Because otherwise, sure. it's really, really hard to get the loan and say you're the law enforcement officer selling your house. That buyer's waiting on you to provide that information. Sure. And you're busy, and it's hard to go down during the hours of whatever, 9 to 5, mm -hmm. to prove it. So that's coming out. And then your exemptions. So there's tons of exemptions. But before we do that, we talk about portability. Yeah, we can talk about portability. So you have you have couple moving from Orlando. It's been a couple of months. What's the limit? I think is what two years is when you sell a home and buy another home. What's the limit? Two years. Two years. You have to port your benefits uh, from your previous Florida home to your uh, new home that you purchased. And that previous Florida home, that benefit is because of Save Our Homes, correct? That's correct. So the Save Our Homes, coop, yeah. it's like a deduction. You get a special limit on your taxes. Yeah, um, it limits the value, actually. So in 1992, voters in Florida passed that amendment. It was Amendment 10. We call it Save Our Homes Amendment, which basically said, as long as I maintain homestead in this house, uh, my value cannot increase more than 3% per year or the consumer price index, whichever is less. Whichever's now, less. Whichever's less. Now, over time, we've had some that are much less, Patty. We had um, uh, two years ago, I think it was eight tenths of 1%. The year before that, seven tenths of 1%. It's based on the CPI handed down to us from Department of Revenue. This year, it's 2.1%. So as you see things getting better, now the CPI is up a little bit. Now your Save Our Homes can rise 2.1%. But it it's still not hitting three. Still not hitting three. And, and the government needs to run. And it's still not hitting the market value, which is running 6%. So However, you, this capping your value, okay. yeah, and that helps in the taxes eventually. So this is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. We have Doug Will from Leon County Property Appraiser on this Real Talk 93.3. My website's purpledoorteam.com or iheartally.co. And we talk about real estate on this show all the time, all types. You got to afford to live wherever you're at. So I want you to know what the property appraiser does. They're not looking at your home individually. They're looking at it in bulk. They're taxing in bulk because there's so many homes that they have to work through. But I'm telling you, over the years, I've been an appraiser for a while now, over a decade, your sketches are getting more and more detailed. So it used to be a two-story. It would be the second story would just be a box. Mm -hmm. And the first story is the actual image or the footprint. We call it the footprint right. of the house. Now the second story is all those little cutouts and details and bay windows. How did you do that? Well, we ended up getting in more houses oh, than we ever did them. before. And a lot of times uh, when the house is under construction 
and it's easily accessible. The appraisers can get in the house, take good measurements and make those more detailed drawings. Now, recently we're trying to uh, download the plans themselves so we can be even more accurate. So, That's good. That yeah. would be very cool. So as an appraiser, when I go to measure, I measure differently than they measure as a blanket statement. I'm using an engineer's tape or a wheel and I don't round. So I'm measuring a wall 11.9 and they're rounding up or rounding down depending on how. Can you explain real quick? Yeah, the computer software's problem, uh, the computer software programs that are set up for assessment industries just don't have that kind of detail. So we round up or down. It's just a, a call, a judgment call by the appraiser on site. So if you're measuring 11.9, I'm going to go to 12. And uh, it, it works out close. Well, it gives it gives in a take because if you have a recessed screen porch, it's going to take. That's exactly right. If you have a front porch, it's, it may give. That's you're you're exactly right. You're one of the few that's ever actually ever um, recognized that. Well, I'm an appraiser. Because I I can, <laughs> yeah, I can I can round down and increase the size of your house. Right. That doesn't make sense, but, it, but on those enclosed but porches, I it does. Explain to folks. They're rounding consistently. Yes. And when you round consistently, you're not doing on the wall. You want to do it on. You're doing it on all the walls, which makes it fair. Right. As a realtor slash appraiser, I'm going to measure to the exact 10th as best I can, giving life because life happens on a house. The realtor is going to measure one way. The appraiser is going to measure another way. And the tax guy is going to measure another way. And Zillow is going to give a different number. So when you look at all those numbers, it, the house is still the house you love. But yeah. do not be surprised if there's a different number. There now can what, be a number. You can send five people out and get five different measurements. They're all going to have different measure. Like some people use a disto, which is like a laser tool. Some people, I use a, a wheel. My husband uses engineering tape. Mm -hmm. So we're all going to come out with a little bit. That's why when we appraise plus or minus 100 feet, there is no, there's nothing. Now, unfortunately, as a bank residential appraiser, I can't speak to the buyer or the borrower and explain that. So I'm explaining it to you. I'm explaining it to the listener. The appraiser comes out, he measures. It's going to be different than your tax, but we don't we don't appraise price per square foot, so that doesn't really matter. That 100 feet isn't going to change anything on the value of your home. Yeah, you know, if you put it in this perspective, if a house sells for X dollars and we want to have an assessed value of uh, Y, and you say there's 2,200 feet. Well, I say there's 21. Well, I can adjust the base rate from this to this, but I'm still going to get to that assessed value. Right. It's still it the same. It's still the same. So and nobody's... folks still want to count it as a widget, and it's not a widget. It's your house. And we look at your house is stationary. And even when Doug said earlier, he's looking at 4,000 sales. Your house is still stationary. He's comparing it to 4,000 other sales. When I'm a residential property appraiser, I'm looking at your house as the subject is stationary next to six or seven comparables. I'm adjusting the comparables. I'm not adjusting your house. And so those widget walls, those little tiny inches, don't make a difference. It yeah. just doesn't. If you handle price per square foot, it does, but we don't, and no one is. And you just need to get that out of your brain because price per square foot is just crap. So that's what I always <laughs> say. There's a commercial that says I say it. Price per square foot is crap, crap, crap. Because it isn't. We, we derive square footage. We don't arrive at it. Right. Yeah, so that, a price per a square to, foot. That's a good way to say yeah, it. Yeah, I think so. I made it up. No, yeah. I didn't. I found it by some other appraiser who is more SRA than me, which is a, yeah, this more credentialed. Not sorry. SRA is a credential for appraisers. So when I say they're more SRA, that's what I mean. This is Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse. On the other side of the break, we're still going to talk 
Real Estate with Doug Will. Right. Wilson and Patty's Playhouse, and we're playing Aretha on the breaks. Aretha Franklin. We have Doug Willen from Leon County Property Appraiser, and we're talking taxes, trim notice, and he wanted, they wanted me to specify he is not the tax man. He's not taxing personally. Thank you. <laughs> because, and I agree, people hear things differently, so we're he's the, not taxing us personally. That's right. We are the property appraiser. He, he is the property Ooh. appraiser. And they are taxed based on your house, which if you've listened to the show before, I'm not a fan of, but that's, you know, a Florida thing. I can't really help. I, I wish that they would take all of the taxes off the home. That's just my own personal editorial. Wow. You don't have to agree or disagree. <laughs> yeah. I understand your position. Yeah. I do believe, I think it's it's hard on the house. You like consumption tax better? I do. I'm a consumption person because that way everyone pays. Yay. Or you don't pay because you don't use it. I think there has to be some basis, but you know, I do like consumption tax. It doesn't have to be 37%. No, no, like, it doesn't. Like one of uh, people who are running for governor once, but I do think if it, it would just be a little bit more, especially on a tourist state as we have, it would just have a little bit more equity because of the save our homes, which we can talk about now. The Save Our Homes makes everything so inequitable. It's not the county appraiser's fault. Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's state statute. You it's know, a statute. If you move in your house and start capping the value at 3% or less, like we talked about, and you stay there for 10 years, yours has been capped low. The value has been kept down. So Mr. Somebody, and Mrs. Smith moved from Iowa. And they moved They're in. buying a home that has not been changed hands since 1972. Right. They are going to have a definite tax difference from what the previous owner had. Right. If they buy your house where you've been occupying it for 10 years, they don't get to keep the cap that you had. They have to start over at the market and start their capping from there. That's what's caused identical homes where our office has them appraised identically paying drastically different taxes. Which is why he's not homes. the tax man. We'll save our homes is cause uh, of that. It, it is the cause that they, and you know, this is Patty's editorial too, not Doug Wills. But they don't look at the after effect. They don't look at what happens over a period of time. You know, they're probably 1992. Who knows where they are? But you have a home like Benton. You have homes like in Benton Hills, which is a large, mature neighborhood, beautiful, well-appointed in most cases, treed, um, higher income has to live there because the homes are expensive. But you can have somebody that's been there for 40 years. They pass away. The house is sold for cheap. Someone comes in, and now they're going to get a hefty. The next year, they're going to get a tax bill. Not yeah. that year. The following year, they're going to get a tax That's bill. That's right. They have to start over at the market value. They start over the following year, so there's a little bit of a reprieve. So if you're buying a home and your realtor has not talked about it, if you call me, I will answer the question and send you back to your realtor. 850-656-0009. But I tell my folks... 
When you are moving out of state, this is going to be a change. You must call the county property appraiser. It's not a number I can develop or derive or arrive at. You need to know what that number is going to be to make sure you're going to afford it. Because I don't want you to be taxed out of your house. No, that's good advice. We encourage people to call our office and talk to one of the appraisers and actually get a letter. We call it an escrow letter or a mortgage estimate. And we can um, help the closing agents decide whether... um, what the taxes will be so, for the next year. At least give them an time. estimate. Okay, so I'm buying a house in November. When, and and uh, we lose the Save Our Home. I'm moving from Iowa. I'm going to claim Homestead. When is, is it, the, is it sometime in 19? Is it November of 19? Yeah, if you buy a house this November, mm-hmm. you file your Homestead for 2019. Correct. Because you owned and occupied it as of January 1st, 2019. So when's so the new basis? Yeah, When's uh, the new basis? It'll be 2019. The 20, the 2019. 2019. Tax. Right. Assessed okay. value. And taxes are in arrears or? Yes. Yes. We, we go through the calendar year before you actually have to pay your taxes sometime by the end of um, March. March. But, and but the tax bill goes out early from the tax collector. Get a little discount. They, they send them out in November. You get a little discount if you want to pay early. Which most people who have it escrowed. They are paying a little bit earlier. Right, they pay the more, it up front. Right, the escrow company pays early so they can get that discount. Well, that's why when the title company works your uh, sale and the closing disclosure is what it's called now, it used to be a HUD, they're going to take a couple extra months so that you can have a little cushion in case there's an adjustment. Yeah, they might. And if they call our office, we can give them a pretty close estimate. But see, when you buy in November, you're inheriting the 2018 taxes of the previous owner and they may have been capped for a long time so when you prorate 2018 at closing you're prorating their reduced numbers based on their benefits from save our homes right and everything that doug talks about today he is working off the statute he's not working off of doug will's will like i want to do this he doesn't get to make those decisions let's pretend though that somebody calls and says uh, I want to have my value looked at. What's that called? I want to. I want to challenge my value. Well, you, you can call us, and we call it an informal conference with the property appraiser, and we'll be glad to look at it. That's what we do this time of year. We get calls every day, all day long. We walk through it with the um, with the homeowners. If we can't satisfy your questions or concerns, and you believe that you are overvalued, then you have the right to be heard before a value adjustment board. And you need to file that petition. I think it's a $15 filing fee still with the clerk of courts. And uh, you have 25 days. So sometime mid-September, that deadline will be over. And then uh, you can be heard by a special magistrate who is a licensed appraiser, as you are, Patty. Mm -hmm. And they sit on one side of the table and they listen to both the issues. And they'll make a recommendation to the value adjustment board which consists of um, county commissioners, school board members, and some citizens. And I could attest that I've done that for my own home. Okay. Very I good. overpaid for a while. I looked at my neighbor. She's on a pond. Her house is newer than mine, and I lived there longer, but mine's really cute on the outside. I'm not going to lie. And I won good. because it was a difference. Right. So it's well, just that- something you have to take care of yourself. You can always ask someone else, like myself, your realtor, Call the Leon County property appraiser, but you have to do that. No one's doing it for you. Right. Like I say, we're sending out 108,000 
notices right now, plus your tangible personal property, which is another um, show. All and they're together. not but always going to agree we're with not, you. We're not always going to agree. That's why we urge you to call us and um, walk us through and it. And they show have us what third you're parties that help. Yes. When they look at the value adjustment. Now I called, I'm like, it, it's just like, I guess when you have, when you're a lawyer, you don't have your own will in place. You don't think about it. So I don't know what made me look at it one day, but I looked at my own house and then I realized that I'm like, my house is, why am I paying so much more than her? And right. nothing against her, but why? And I know the rules as you could, I mean, I know the, how the Save Our Homes works. Right. So even if I have that question or I had that issue, it doesn't mean that you should not move forward and ask. You should. No. First thing, just give us a call. Our phone number is printed everywhere. You Tell us what you're looking at. We'll walk through the concerns with you. We'll show you what we're looking at, where the value came from. And if you're still not satisfied, then please file a petition and let's just go be heard before a third party. It's um, it's nice and casual, not contentious. No. And we just listen to the professionals. Nothing. And none of this is personal. No. It really isn't. But you have to state your case. You have to tell them why you feel the way you feel. Exactly. And then it'll be adjusted because it is so many homes at one time. They're not doing it individual. It's not personal. And unfortunately, people want to take everything personal. And it's not. Really. I mean, I can attest to that. So the exemptions. We have a couple more minutes before I think our last segment. And I was going to talk about exemptions because there's so many. And then if you want to talk then... Um, during the last about the ballot initiative that's coming up with a new, you said there's yeah, another uh, one coming up, which I didn't even know. Yeah, I'll mention it in um, simple terms and we'll go. Yeah, because there. they always write them backwards. <laughs> okay. It's like you're voting for something that you think you're voting for, and it's not that a property appraiser's fault. It's whoever writes the amendment. And then it's not. You're voting the opposite of what you think, which I think they're trying to change that about how the words are so that people know exactly what they're voting for. Mm-hmm. But there's so many exemptions that you could be eligible for that I don't even think people even are aware of it. Yeah, of course, the the uh, the original is the homestead exemption mm-hmm. where you get $25,000 off of the value of your home, so we're not taxing that 25000 And in 2008, uh, voters passed Amendment 1, which gave them another 25000 That was along with the portability amendment at the same time. So you get another $25,000, but that's on the value between fifty and 75000 And it's non-school, right, which so we'll you, talk about in a minute. It's non-school, so it only counts on part of the millage. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in a minute because it is a, a long segment, and I hope you listen and get, learn something from it. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 850-656-0009. Sing some cover music. Aretha Franklin, that's my YouTube police. Got to say that like I'm Danny Terrio or something. So we have Doug Willett from 
Leon County Property Appraiser's Office, and we're going to talk exemptions on your home, on the homestead and their taxable bill, and how the exemptions really are deducted. So we're just going to go basics. Any questions? Doug, give the number to the Leon County Property Appraiser Office, please. Yeah, of course, it's 850-606-6200, 606-6200. And I really use them as like my um, white pages for the Leon County. Because when Good. it's permitting, you, I always, if you have permitting and you have growth management, growth management for the city and the county are different. So as a realtor and appraiser, we call all the time. Everyone is so nice when you call. Really, really, really nice. Thank you. I Which you don't, that. I mean, if you just want to call and say hi and actually have somebody answer the phone and be nice, call them. We do answer in person, don't it's we? It's not like Comcast. Uh-uh. Nope. So we're going to talk about exemptions. Uh, deployed. There's military exemptions. I'm going to just do a brief overview of what I have. For, uh, this one was different. Original application for living quarters of parents or grandparents. Yeah, that one is what we call granny flats. <laughs> if you construct or reconstruct an existing homestead in order to house granny, uh-huh. age 62 or older, and... Um, you don't get taxed on the addition that you put on for granny. So people need to, that's why this is important. Right. Now, keep in mind when this passed, it's a local option. Not all Not all uh, localities have it. And you have to meet your restrictive covenants. Right. You have, to, you have to have a permit and do the addition properly. But the first call we got when this passed was, well, I got granny in the third bedroom. What do I get? Nothing. Nothing. I mean, you have to construct <laughs> or reconstruct the house in order to get and we have to say okay you've done enough for us to add value because of what you constructed and now we'll add that value and then subtract it and this is only leon county because the other counties madison jefferson their zoning's different their their permitting is different you must call your county yeah to for, find to, out to what permit, the rules are right to actually permit it but this is a property tax mm. issue so it depends on whether their local option uh passed we'll permit or not it. Mm-hmm. uh low income you said low income yeah, and you have, and low, you have also uh, low seniors. Income, low income seniors. There's a um, there's a income limit. It's somewhere close to twenty nine thousand dollars adjusted gross household income. Uh, there's a long term low income senior. Now that takes the low income senior exemption and extends it to those who have been in that house for twenty five years or more. Oh, but nice. now there's a value limit on that. The assessed or uh, the market value of that property has to be less than two hundred fifty thousand. So it can't be sitting right. in a five hundred thousand dollar house. That's correct. It okay. has to be a yeah low income senior, long term senior in a house less than two hundred fifty thousand. And really, I mean, it might be a coincidence, but you're looking at below the median. The median here is about two forty eight right now. Oh, is it? I don't mm. know. Yeah. And so it's kind of below that. Right. Which is interesting. Well, there's a little something in the. Um, in the statutes recently that says if, I, if i'm at 248,000 and i get the exemption and then the next year it goes up to 252 are you going to take it away from me well, and the and no we're not going to take it away oh, if you, you grandfather if, it. if you get in um if if you qualify the first year that you get into the program for the long-term senior then you stay and he doesn't mean we as in he he means the county well just because i'm the oldest person in the room here <laughs> <laughs> Well, I want people to know we just like reiterated it. He's not the tax man <laughs> yeah, or the tax you. collector. Thank you. So it, he doesn't mean we as in he means the government. Correct. Right. That's the county, Leon. Uh, military exemptions. Yeah, there's a couple of those. Of course, there's $5,000. Uh, that's not taxes. That's value. Uh, value deduction of $5,000 for service-connected disabilities. Uh, there's also combat-related disabilities for seniors. 
You got to be careful when we start breaking down these veterans. Now Dang. they start getting in different categories. Now you got to be a senior. It's got to be combat related disability and your benefit happens to be the tax, the actual taxes calculated themselves, not value. It's the taxes. Mm. If you're, um, 40% disabled, according to your government documents and military documents, then 40% of your tax bill comes off. Wow. Now that's, that's seniors disability. Please listen to this. Then there's a service connected total and permanent disability. Now you get all your taxes exempt. There's issues, um, in applying for that too, about doctors, um, uh, Doctor statements, certification. Cetera, you're right. And then, um, and I've had quite a few customers and now friends that qualified for that when they bought. Right. It's my then, first question when I have a VA loan. What's your percentage of disability? There you go. And then the deployed military, that has to do with several, uh, there's a laundry list of operations that count, whether you're deployed for operation X, Y, or Z. Uh, it's not like you're going to Cocoa Beach, like where they sent me. That no, doesn't count. No, it has to be one of the operations listed there, which is mostly the stuff in the Middle East mm -hmm. lately. And that's um, calculated by... The number of days this year you were actually deployed divided by 365 gives you the percentage that you get discounted from your taxes. If you're deployed up for 365, then it's 100%. 365 wow. divided by 365. Yeah. And most are at least, well, some are nine months, some are 18 months. Now they've lowered the, the term. And again, the portability transfer of homestead assessment difference is the actual form, but it is transferring your portability from one area within Leon, uh, the state of Florida to another, another area. One. That's correct. But we, you must be a resident. Right. Since 2008, when portability passed in that same amendment with the, with the additional homestead, we've had to create contacts throughout the state. All the counties now know all the other people in the other counties, and they talk back and forth, send information. This is what they had in Palm Beach County. Uh, St. Lucie County calls us. We tell them this is what they had in Leon County. Here's your here's your portability benefits, and that's getting transferred around the state. And how does that is calculate? Is is there a calculation, or if you, I mean, yeah, let I me digress I... because you have a um, link on the site where you can put in some numbers and kind of get an estimate on your Leon County Property Appraiser site. Yeah, the uh, but, I'm not sure that that gives you the portability. It doesn't give you portability, though, so I would that, tell them to call. Yeah, they need to call with the portability answers because there's really no percentage stack. there's no basis no if, not... if you're if your portability or your save our homes capped you and let's say there's a hundred thousand dollars of value that you're not paying taxes on you're going to take that hundred thousand dollars to your new house and not pay taxes on it there that's how it works unless you buy a smaller that's less expensive question. house then you have to go back to a percentage so we're simpatico now Doug. yeah if you're if you're buying up in value, you take the dollars. If you're buying down, you take the percentage. What's the percentage base? Well, let's say your Save Our Homes was capped and it's now sitting at 76% of your market value. Okay. Then you go to your new house, set your Save Our Homes at 76% of the market value. So I downsized. I had a $500,000 Port St. Lucie. I'm coming to Leon to be with my grandchildren. I'm buying a 200000 so I just get the percentage difference. Yes. You take percentage. That's a real life scenario that that's why. Mm -hmm. That's why we're doing this. So people can, like, it's just so hard when there's no hard and fast number yeah. for most people to understand. There how isn't this because works. that portability is based on when you moved in and how long you've been there and what the market's done since you've been there. And the last thing I want to talk about is homestead. Mm -hmm. I 
so encouraged. Now you have it electronically. Not all the counties have it electronically that you can file for homestead. We'll call it small town. You can go across the street to the courthouse and file for your homestead. Leon, you can do it online. God yeah, bless we've you. Had, we, thank you. We've had that interactive site, I think, maybe three years now, maybe four. It was a little tough getting to that point where you can have an interactive website to actually file online. So nice because it's so important. It. Yeah, we have a lot of people doing that. So I have a I have customers. I'm going to give their their opportunity. I mean their um, story. They move here. They come from um, South Florida. They have want to file for the homestead. They can do that online, but how do they get their portability? Should they even do that online? Yeah, they can do that. They can fill out that application, and I encourage them to do it for the portability for the transfer of the assessment differential right. that you mentioned. Do that at the same time. Just understand uh, if you don't know if you have any portability, it's okay. Fill it out anyway. We'll tell you because we'll contact the county where you came from and find out. So it's still you- a blanket. So you have somebody sitting aside looking at all those applications and and every one of them enforcing basically yes yes verifying Mm -hmm. they can't we don't know until we contact the county from which you came to tallahassee so homestead must be filed by when Uh, march 1st okay right now but you must reside in the home by when january 1st if you own and occupy your house as of january 1st of any given year File your homestead before March 1st of that year. Are there any ad, uh, like, please help me. I didn't file my homestead. That happens a lot. And the property appraiser has some discretion. I would advise you if you're late to please call us. Um, You can talk to the property appraiser, him or herself, and you can um, get some information from them. The likelihood is no. No, the likelihood. They might, like a couple days? The likelihood would be, yes. Okay. More likely. We're done. We we did our hour. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. It was such a big deal to have you in. Thank Thank you you very much. You're welcome. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 850-656-0009. Thank you again, Doug, from Leon County Property Appraisers. You're welcome.